Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today is the fourth in a series on the matchless love of God. I've entitled it, The Prodigal Father. Mom, can I come home? I'm kind of messed up. I need to come home, please. My heart broke yet again as I listened to my 20-year-old prodigal son on the phone, calling from Northern California. Word had come to me that he had been drinking heavily and that there was drug use as well. I didn't know how much, and I didn't know the extent of things, but my boy sounded bad. Come home? Of course, but I was scared. Nonetheless, I headed out the door to purchase three distinct items, a ring, a pair of sandals, and a robe to welcome him home. It turns out that messed up was a serious understatement, and I needed to ready myself to nurse his skinny, drug-ravaged body back to health. In the familiar story Jesus told to illustrate the great love of God, we turn to consider the third figure in the prodigal son parable, the father. Because I've been in his shoes, I can picture him watching and waiting. His heart was filled with anxious emotion, the culmination of many months of worry over his son who was lost to the world. Oh, I knew his pain. I can even remember sitting in church one day, and I looked to see if the person on my left, and then on my right, could hear the pain of my breaking heart. Of course, they didn't even seem to notice. And so the scripture says from Luke 15, While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms, and kissed him. The father said to his servants, Quick! Bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf we have been fattening and kill it. We will celebrate by having a feast. Because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. The father that Jesus described is our heavenly father whose love for us knows no bounds. Infinite compassion unconditional love, everlasting forgiveness. These are divine realities emanating from a father who is the creator of the universe. I pray, O Lord, please open the eyes of our hearts, open our minds so we might begin to grasp your love for us. For in your love is our completeness, precious father. Amen. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. 1 John 3 verse 1 I seem to like anything that is lavished. You know, whipped cream, ice cream, good smelling body lotions, encouragement, etc. Yet God uses that rich word to describe how he loves us. He lavishes his love on us. That is beyond wonderful. And we know and rely on the love God has for us. 1 John 4, verse 16. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Jesus' own words in John 15. Nothing can separate us from God's love. However, we allow man-made barriers to be erected, and then we do not feel his love. Things like, falling prey to busyness, whereas we are told, be still and know that I am God. 
Noise, constant motion, and rushing about do not lend themselves to resting in God's love. But come unto me, Jesus said, and I will give you rest. Ah, the beautiful invitation of our God. You'll remember, he makes us lie down in green pastures. He restores our souls. What else keeps us from feeling the love of God? Our forays into sin. In contrast, we are to abide in him. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands, and remain in his love. What steals that is if we choose to knowingly walk into sin. And one other thing tonight that creates a barrier between us and God's love, or at least our feeling of God's love, is believing the lies of the enemy. There is the cloak of guilt he likes to keep us under, when in reality our Father is the loving, watching, waiting Father ready to embrace and forgive his wayward children, setting us free from guilt and shame. There are lies that have been told to us by other people, about ourselves, and maybe about God too, that keep us from him. Christians hurting other Christians or would-be believers. These keep us from knowing God's love. And even as I type those words, I have to tell you, my heart aches about this travesty. God, I pray, forgive us for hypocrisy, being merciless or lacking compassion. Forgive us for hurting others through our judgmental thinking. Oh God, may it not be that we would keep others from knowing your matchless love. Amen. Yes, the Father's love is one of mercy, forgiveness, grace, truth, joy, and compassion. Without experiencing it, we will look our whole lives for it. But when we find God's love, when we discover the depths of its treasure, we will mine it like gold and let it change us. If you'd like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Morning Briefings, and again, the title is The Prodigal Father.